0: Episode 5 of the Adorable Boy Podcast. Yes, thank you for joining us. I am, of course, Spud. I'm alone again today. We might have, you know, it's funny. I'll just break in with this. Um, the other Adorable Boys were supposed to be here last week, and they weren't. Um, turns out they had some issues, and actually, they were both out of the country, and now they have to be quarantined because of this apparent virus that's going around. I think we mentioned it last week. I guess, I, I don't know much about it, but... um. So they're in quarantine, might get them to call up a little later, talk a little stuff with us, but, um, yes, episode five, thank you for joining us. Thank you for making the Adorable Boy podcast into what it is and what it will be. We're making history with each podcast, each one's growing, each one's getting our name out there, and that's, um, that's what we want to do. We got a, we got a lot planned for you today, so we think we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll talk some news, um... We'll talk some aliens. They've been in the news. Maybe we'll talk some riots. Maybe maybe old Spud will give some more advice. Who knows? I'm not usually an advice giver, but lately I've been giving advice, and it's uh, been working out, I think. So, let's see what else we have planned. We have, oh, low-pitched Tim is here. If you were listening a couple weeks ago, if not, you can find, um, I think it was episode two, where we had Joe the Camel Boy back for his first appearance. We'll try and get him on the phone today if Frank and Beans can. I think he's probably sleeping in his office. I don't know. You know how stupid producers are. Um yeah, we'll we'll talk to low-pitched Tim about his feud with Joe the Camelboy. We're gonna talk some news. That'll be fun. It's always fun. And we just got a whole bunch planned for you coming up. Um first though, it's it's about time we update on the Podcast. Last week we dedicated our update to Mr. Jim Cornette, who all but retreat, who all but surrendered um, the week prior, since he blocked the Adorable Boy podcast on Twitter. That's basically a surrender. But the sticklers that the Adorable Boys are, we want an official surrender. So we drafted up a treaty. Maybe we'll read that later in the show. Uh, we'll put it on the website, um, and we emailed it to Jim Cornette. Uh, we, well, before that, we emailed a request for his official surrender. Of course, he didn't give it because, you know, he's Jim Cornette. So I'm going to write up a treaty, we'll have him accept it, and we'll allow him to keep podcasting. Um, and we'll also, we haven't updated you on the other podcasts in a while, and it's actually pretty good news on those fronts. Now, if you know, we've really been focusing on Adam Carolla, Joe Rogan, and Mark Maron. Ugh. Um, those three have been, those three are, pretty much the the top of the heap as far as podcasts go. And, you know, we, in our war, our podcast war, we're going to go after the top of the heap because it all goes downhill from there. So obviously we've been monitoring, our team has been monitoring these podcasts and uh, some pretty good news out of two fronts. Now, you know, as we've said before, we respect Adam Carolla. We respect Joe Rogan. Um... To no end, they're both great comedians, great entertainers. It's just that when it comes to podcasting, we don't exactly like where things are headed. So we're stepping in front of this runaway train, like Superman, and we're stopping it. So listening to um, Adam Crowley's podcast, I have a quote, a couple of quotes here, um, and actually, it's pretty good, encouraging news. It shows that Adam is seeing the writing on the wall. He's, I think, he's probably noticed. In the Adorable Boy podcast, he's noticed what podcasting could be. And I'm not saying he doesn't do a good show. It's okay. It's, it's, I've li- You know what? I'm actually a big Adam Carolla podcast fan. I used to listen to it when we were on regular radio back, you know, and I think he started it in 2009. I started listening to it about 2010, 2011, somewhere around there. And he was good, you know? And, and it's just he's gone into the kowtowing just a little bit, and we have to stop it as much for his sake as for the podcasting World's sake in general so here's a quote um, they were talking I don't remember, I don't you don't really need context so here it is uh, the quality I'm probably most attracted to in a human being is the uh, I want to go do something and then they do it and he's saying you know he's saying he, he's he appreciates go-getters he appreciates people who, who set a goal and act on that goal and, and make it happen and that shows that he appreciates the adorable boy podcast because we were, as you know, uh, we were kicked off of regular radio after a long storied career, and most most people, most groups, would have stayed down. You know, they would have said, "Oh, it's over." You know, we had a pretty good career. We'll retire with our our boatload of money, and you know, we'll just you know, we don't who needs the aggravation anymore. You know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. That was, that was an option for us. It was an attractive option. And there are maybe even some periods in the time uh, we had to sit out because we had a contract with our old radio uh, company. They didn't want us going anywhere else. They didn't want us to be on the radio or podcasting. So we had to sit out for a while. Um, And in that time, yeah. I mean, there were times where I resigned myself to say, hey, I'm just going to sit on the beach, you know, drink some, some stuff and, and, you know, eat clams, you know, eat a whole bunch of clams. Just eat so much clams that I get trichinosis and I don't even know if they carry trichinosis but eat them until they do that was uh that was an attractive option but then I said no th- th- my purpose is bigger than just than just doing that I need to get back to broadcasting I need to stop this runaway train driven by cow towers D- cow towers like Jim Cornette and and like all these other podcasts out there so that's why we got back here. And Adam Krola appreciates that from the quote that I just read. He appreci- he appreciates people who do that. So that means he's coming around. He's he's listening. He's hearing us. He's, he's 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 consuming the entertainment that we're giving and he's saying that's that's what I need to do. The adorable boys are my hero. I I assume he said that in private. So Adam, you know you're on the right track. This is still a war and we're still fighting against you, but let but make no mistake, we want you to come out on top two. And you can. You can. Don't don't try to challenge the adorable boys. Don't ever try to do that. It's just not gonna work out. And we're saying that with love. So Adam Carolla, he gets a check mark this week. The war is still waging. But I think he's coming around. I think he's he's figured it out. So we'll move to Joe Rogan next. I have a I've uh Yeah, there's one quote here from him, and this one Again, no context is really needed. This was from his episode with Ben Shapiro. Big Ben Shapiro fans here at the Adorable Boy Complex. Um, I think he's a logical human being, though you know, you don't have to agree with everything he says. But he's logical. You can't, really can't beat that. And I like him no matter what anyone says. Um, his podcast is is, is good. He, well, I don't even know if he has a podcast. He was on the Daily Wire or some, whatever he has. It's good. I see clips of it and stuff. Um, that's more of a political thing. It's not so much... Talk comedy entertainment like the Adorable Boys, so we're not in a we're not in a war against Ben Shapiro. I just want everyone to know that we support Ben Shapiro. Might even reach out to him on Twitter at Adorable Podcast. So anyway, uh, Ben Shapiro and Joe Rogan were on the Joe Rogan Experience, and they were talking about, um, again, context doesn't really matter here. But here's the quote from Joe Rogan: "Said when things start to slide a little." You lose these little. You lose these little incremental steps. They slide, and people go, "Oh gosh, what? What's the big deal? What do you care?" And I'm like, "I see where this is going." So I mean, and unquote. I mean, Joe Rogan gets it too. That's that's the encouraging part. They're getting it. They're hearing the adorable boys. They're understanding us. They're realizing. They're waking up from their comas that other cow podcasts have put them in. You know, I don't blame Joe Rogan or Adam Carolla. They've been in this kowtowing environment for so long that they couldn't help but fall victim to it. And, I, and we are their liberators. The Adorable Boys are liberating podcasts like Adam Carolla and Joe Rogan. And, and we're, we're saying, you you are better than this. You're better than the cowtowing. We're fighting. This podcast war is more like a crusade. Yeah, we're a bunch of crusaders. We're trying to save them from the evils of podcasting, and and Joe Rogan gets it. You know he sees, he sees the, the the adorable boys see exactly what he's talking about because, you know, you give up these little inches, 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 and before you know it, you lost a mile. You lose a podcasting mile, and before you know it, you're kowtowing and you don't even you didn't mean to. You don't even know you're doing it. And the, the first step for the adorable boys was to put the light on it, to make everyone see kowtowing there, 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 there. We see it. It's everywhere. And we're, we're, our job is to destroy it. And Joe Rogan and Adam Carolla, you know, I applaud you. We're, again, we're still fighting the war, but you're coming around and, and that's our war is working. That's what we're... And, and don't fool yourselves, fans, because I know you're fighting this right with us and we appreciate that. Don't fool yourself into thinking it's going to be easy from now on. That it's just gonna keep getting better and better and better like this. We're gonna have we're gonna have setbacks. We're gonna have times when we don't know if we can win this podcast war. Well, you're gonna have times. I know we can win it. But you're gonna have times when things look bleak and always remember just reach down inside and find your inner adorable boy. Try and be like the adorable boys. To push through that and to not give up. And always keep your eye on the prize of ending kowtowing Jim Cornette's smug face with his. Kowtowing, just dripping from his pores. Picture that, and understand what we're fighting for. And the third one, oh boy, Mark Maron. You know, I took a we we had a our podcast update last week was all about uh, Jim Cornette, who's you know, well, we've said all that we can say about him. Um, so I didn't listen to Mark Maron, and I didn't monitor, and it was honestly the happiest week of my life. And then this week, I had to come back and. Oh, I couldn't do it again i I couldn't tell you what he talked about. I couldn't give you a quote. I just uh i I, I just had this sudden urge to just throw myself in a wood chipper because uh, Mark Maron and his cowtowing podcast I mean that podcast is 100 percent cowtowing. all the good things I say about joe rogan and 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 Adam Carolla and then you have Mark Maron Mark Maron, which is the, Maron, which is the opposite oh. It's just kowtow after kowtow after kowtow. And you know, you know, he's not saying this, you know, word for word, obviously, but he's just begging Hollywood to put him in more movies and and, you know, oh, please, please, I can act, please. And I just hope they saw the Joker and were like, Eh, you know, we don't need him. Let him get on the Mark, get on the road and do stand up. I mean, I I'm not a big fan of your stand up, but at least that's what you do. You're not a podcaster. You're not an actor. You're you're I don't in this, in this time where America is under so much duress, having so much pro- so many problems, just have the class enough to, to take yourself out of the podcast world. You know, save people the heartache. Because there are people that listen to that, and I don't understand why. But they can't be happy. They can't like themselves. You know, they, they just can't. I, I, and I'm saying that unequivocally because it's just the worst thing that I've ever heard. Um, it's my opinion. Um, so uh, this podcast war, you know, and I was talking about the setbacks before. You think about Mark Maron, and you think, you know, what, what is even Not that we can't win, but what are we even fighting for? This Mark Maron padca- podcast has a name, I, it's three letters. I don't know, but um, what do we, you know? You think what are we even fighting for? If this podcast is popular, if this is even allowed, and I'm not saying there should be censorship. It's just that. The nation should, should bi- bind, bond, bind, come together, come is a good word, and just say, listen, we don't want Mark Maron's podcast anywhere anymore. He can do it, but no one, it shouldn't be available for anyone to listen to. It's just, it's just too damaging to the nation's psyche, but that we don't want censorship, so, you know, the adorable boys, Lord knows the adorable boys have had their run-ins with the censors, you know, the FCC over the years, you know prosecuted by the FCC. It would be a book that we might write or something or a video. But anyway, um, I'm sorry. I got so sad. Mark Maron's podcast just brings me down. So two good, two pieces of good news in the podcast war, one, not so good. And, you know, but that's good. We're, 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 we're making, we're making our way, you know, through the podcast cow towers and that's good. And Jim Cornette again, we're gonna allow you some time to give your official surrender. We'll we'll allow you to kowtow to a certain extent. You know, we'll always be keeping our eye on you. Maybe, I mean, I, the best thing you can hope for, at Cornette Podcast, is that the adorable boys will kind of act like um, America did to Japan after World War II. You know, we kind of mentor them, we kind of help them after we dropped the bombs on them. Uh, we we help them make a constitution, and and that's what we want to do for you. Oh, for all cowtowering podcasts, but we know you won't accept our help. And you've already surrendered by blocking us on Twitter. So just officially surrender. Make it, make it official. That is the Podcast War update uh, for this week, week five, the Adorable Boy podcast. We're going to take it to break, and we'll be right back and uh, get into the show. Make sure you catch us ador- at Adorable Podcast on Twitter, AOL keyword, Adorable Boy. Adorable Podcast on Instagram. And we will be right back. Can't get enough of the Adorable Boys? Why don't you follow us on social media? Twitter, at Adorable Podcast. Instagram, what do you know? At Adorable Podcast. We're all locals. And you can find us on Facebook. Anywhere you want to find the Adorable Boys, you can find them. And don't forget to tell your friends and make them adorable boy disciples just like you. We're not commies, but we sure act like them.
1: Adorable boys.
0: Hi. I'm Sloan Insurance Company CEO and President Whit Yulman. At Sonia Insurance, we understand that we are in unprecedented times, and we understand what you're going through because we're going through it ourselves as well. The new normal is scary, but if we stick together, we can achieve anything. Like other insurance agencies, we've decided to waive late fees so that you know that we are here for you in these difficult, difficult, difficult times. So please, wear your mask, social distance, and remember one thing. Our generosity will not last forever. We want you to know that as soon as it is socially acceptable, we are going to come after you for our money. Right now we have to be nice. We have to waive fees. We have to pretend that we care about you and your needs. What we want you to know is that it won't be sunshine and rainbows forever. Right now, we have a team of lawyers, agents, and public relations specialists that are coming up with a way for us to get every cent that we are owed. We are committed, and even if it takes 100 years and our last collective breath, we will get our money from you. Now, the small percentage of you who are actually paying attention may say, hey, I don't like this. I'm going to go to another insurance agency. My response? Go right ahead. Be our guest. Let me explain to you how insurance works. Don't worry, I'll dumb it down. There are many insurance agencies and many branches of each company. Each one of us try to get customers in with warm greetings and promises. Lovely, sunshine-filled promises. But since every agency treats customers exactly the same way, customers invariably get mad at one and go to another. Every single one of you squalid lot needs insurance. So there is a constant stream of unsatisfied customers coming from one agency to another. And research suggests that after five years, you'll forget how much you hate us anyway and come right back. So, in summation, enjoy this pandemic-fueled reprieve because we are going to come for our money as soon as we can. Sloan insurance. Tick-tock, peasants. Oh, and we're against racism too. Thank you. All right, we're back. Thank you for joining us, Adorable Boy Podcast, Episode Five. <sighs> Let's see what did I do this past weekend? Uh, went out to the Hamptons, got a place in the Hamptons, and you know, I don't know. It's not it's not the same as it used to be. Um, it used to be, I go and be isolated, and and really, you wouldn't see anyone with with a net worth lower than a million dollars out there, which is good. I mean, even the help, even the once wanted to help the, uh, you know, waitresses and all that. They all had money and they pretty much stayed away from you. They made believe like they weren't real, didn't exist. You know, they were just there to serve us rich people. Um, but it's not like that anymore. You know, they start talking to you and it's like, I'm not here to talk. I talk for a living. I don't know. Maybe I'll find somewhere else to go on vacations. Hamptons is pretty far anyway. I got to take a a long flight you know the flight it's just i got the private plane but it's just uh, since we got kicked off radio i had to downgrade the seats are a little bit smaller on this new one and it's just a little it's not dirty but it's i don't know i just i just i i I can't wait till this podcast picks up which it is it's it's well its way one of the first things i'll do is buy a new jet Maybe a new place, maybe a bigger place in the Hamptons, maybe up on a hill or something where people can't find me. Cause listen, I'm all for equality. Um, I want, you know, I want the minimum wage increased. I want, you know, I, I want all that stuff, every, all that, but keep it away from me. You know, I want it to be, uh, some people are just better than others, I guess. And I'm one of them. Um, you know, have my apartment in various apartments in various cities and the and you know, but then I can come on my podcast and tell everyone about how I'm you know, I'm I'm for I'm I'm am i I'm trying to help the poor, you know. So I got you know, and I give to charities, but it's you know, I give as much as I as I need to, really. That's all I do as as a, as a radio broadcast podcast professional. I find out to the penny how much I need to give so that people won't hate me so that they think they can relate to me and I give that and then I'm done with it you know then I don't have to think about then you know that I I see it as if I do that then I can treat drivers and waiters and and all all the all the little people I can treat them badly because hey I paid you know the government told me how much I have to pay and I paid so, that that's my morality. I'm a good person because I paid my taxes and I paid, you know, and I and I did the charitable contrib- charitable contributions that I was that I needed to do, and not a penny more though, because I'm not about that. I have way more money than I'll ever need, um, and I only want to be as generous as I'm forced to be by the government and by. The, the the mob, you know, that runs all the stuff and, and that tells people what to think. I just have to basically I have to it's it's almost like a sacrifice that I'm giving to them so that the, the public, the little people, the masses won't hate me. Um and yet you know, I a lot of a lot of broadcasters, a lot of radio guys, they wouldn't tell you this. This this is honest, honest podcast. That's what the adorable boys have always been known for. And that's what sets us apart. Uh, So, yeah, my weekend in the Hamptons. You sat on the beach for a while. Um, And I, I, for years going there, I mean, this is just one of the things that was annoying me. For years going there, I always, always get my lunch at 2 p.m. on Saturday. And this past Saturday, the guy comes strolling in at, at at 205 as if nothing was wrong and I didn't even say anything but like in my head I'm like you know what am I even paying for five minutes late it's just this the Hamptons used to be the place to be and it's just everyone found out about it and all the lower rung celebrities are going there you know the reality stars and the I don't know cooking show people and all the all the people that shouldn't be there in my opinion but again I'm for equality it's just the Hamptons is mine. And if you aren't at my status or above, then you shouldn't be there. But, you know. It was an okay weekend. Then I flew back back home here. Um didn't do a whole lot when I got here. I actually came home early because I was just like, you know, there's too many people here and there's there's hack radio guys taking their helicopters out, and it's like I don't want to look at the people that have stolen my bits all these years. You know, I go to the Hamptons to not see that. Um, and then, you know, I got, I'm i at a restaurant, and I'm eating a golden egg. And I see this, you know, long-haired disc jockey across the room, and, you know, he wants to say hi to me, and I just kind of look down, pretend I don't see him. Luckily, he never came over. Um... I, and it's just like you know you you stole my bits all these years that's how you got to the hamptons you don't belong here you don't belong in my hamptons and and the the restaurant staff treated him just as well as they treated me and i'm like hey me i'm better and then i even see i even see people that i don't know and they're not they obviously aren't celebrities and they're eating in the same place that i am what is that i mean i i'm I'm as I said before, I'm paying my taxes so that I don't have to feel so that I don't I don't have to make my own morality. I can be whoever I want, because I and say, hey, I paid my taxes. I gave this much to charity. And since no one knows how much I, I make, how much I'm worth, they don't know what percentage that is. I'm just being honest here. It's like I, I I'm I'm paying my taxes and I'm not getting what I should be getting out of it and it's just it's just get, uh, I mean it's just get, I guess I gotta start paying politicians or something I don't know go back when I go back to New York I'll try and find the right ones and kind of put money in their pockets because that seems to be the way to do it uh, I, 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 <laughs> I'll probably come on here and endorse one or something tell them yeah well, that's what I'll do I'll I'll meet them in a restaurant or somewhere I'll arrange a meeting my agent or something and then I'll slip them some money, cash, you know, whatever. And then I'll come on here and tell you how I met that person and they're so great. Maybe maybe I'll even have them on the show. And, and then they'll be able to kind of, maybe they'll be able to get me something in the Hamptons or somewhere else maybe even where I can be isolated and, and like private rooms and restaurants like I deserve because everyone is equal, but you know. Us big time broadcasters are more equal. If if you understand. So I guess I'll do that. I'm just being honest. You know, that's what I do. That's what we do on the Adorable Boy show. <clears throat> what else? What else? Frank and Beans is... You know, I got a bone to pick with Frank and Beans. Come on in here, Frank. He's, uh... I think he's on the other side of the complex. So, But I can... There's, there's a big hallway here at the Adorable Boy Towers. And I can see straight down and uh they're actually there's a lot of there's ladders and tools and stuff right now they're they're remodeling and that's actually part of my bone to pick with uh frank so let's wait till he gets in here <clears throat> mm. yeah so it was the weekend was i don't know it was just it, it wasn't good i'm just i'm just tired of of people getting treated equally i mean to me i mean everyone's equal but I should get better treatment. Always. From the government. From from rest, from every single person. Me. I should get better treatment. Especially than the radio guy who's been stealing my bits for 20 years. Should definitely get better treatment than he has. More than 20 years. More like almost 40 years. But I guess, you know, it's a, it's a different world we're living in. Oh, here's Frank. Frank, come in here. Yeah, in here. Alright. See, now we have these easy headphones and... I actually, okay, now yeah, put on your okay. Oh, uh, he got him on. Alright, perfect. Now turn that mic on. All right, thank you. Now, Frank, we're doing the um the construction here, right? And and you're you're the go between. You're my producer, you handle this kind of stuff, right? That's in your job description. Okay, so can you please tell me why here at the Adorable Boy Towers, I have my personal kitchen, and I've had it. It's been the same kitchen for a while. They're remodeling it, but it's all going to stay the same. Well, it's supposed to, other than, you know, new cabinets and that kind of stuff, new refrigerator. Now, Frank, tell me, why is there a toilet in the middle of the kitchen? Wait, so you told them to put that in there? But why would I Why would I want a toilet in the middle of a kitchen? Just, it's just in the middle it, there's nothing around it it's just a toilet in the middle of the kitchen i'm never i ne- i am never in the kitchen and at a point where i can't i wouldn't be able to make it to the bathroom which is only steps away from that kitchen but it's not convenient frank i need you to start thinking things through okay this place is a mess okay and and if we which we're going for podcast supremacy do you think jim cornette has a toilet in the middle of his kitchen no and he doesn't have to think about that i have to think about this now a toilet in the middle of the kitchen and you know what i'm not thinking of when i'm thinking of that toilet i'm not thinking of bits i'm not thinking of how to how to win this podcast war that we've waged so so what am i supposed to do if when you're the one i mean this is one mistake but it's just it's it's indicative of all that you do no, no, please. It's indicative of all that you do. I, there's no reason why anyone would want a toilet in the middle of their kitchen. And I know producers are stupid, but you you, you got to do something here, buddy. It's, it's getting bad. I don't want to have to fire you, but I also don't want a toilet in the middle of my kitchen. Well, what I want you to do is get that toilet out of the middle of the kitchen. No, I don't want you to turn the kitchen into a bathroom. That would be a monumental waste of space. We don't need a shower here. No, we, no one showers in the kitchen. No one showers here. No, no. I don't want to build walls around the toilet. No, why would we want a bathroom right in the middle of a kitchen? No, the bathroom is steps away from the kitchen. Frank, listen, I'm telling you, please just get the, get the toilet out of there. I don't care if you have to do it yourself. Well, you know, don't do it yourself because that would be a disaster because you know producers they're stupid. Um yeah, just talk to the foreman or, or whoever the contractor whoever it is and get that toilet out of there. I don't want a toilet in the middle of the kitchen. I don't want anything added to the kitchen. Maybe things replaced, a new refrigerator is good. The cabinets, all that stuff, whatever. I don't want I don't want a toilet. That's all. So can you please do that for me? I mean, I I had this terrible weekend in the Hamptons where these, these peons pretend are eating in restaurants and walking on streets that I'm walking on when they don't deserve to. And now I come back and my producer convinced a, a, a contractor, a good contractor, he convinced the contractor to put a toilet in the middle of a kitchen. I, I don't even, oh, how did you get him to do that? You said you would sue him if he didn't do it. Ugh. Just deal with it, because I don't want to have to deal with him, or I, I don't. I've never met him, but you know, blue collar. You know, I'm not like I'm going to talk to someone who's blue collar. So if you could just get that out of the kitchen, that'd be great. All right, yeah, get out now, please. Thank you. Get out, out, out. All right. Sorry I'd have to deal with that on the air, guys, but um, sometimes that's the best way to do it. It's not as awkward. I try not to even talk to Frank much, unless it's on air. Speaking of Frank, he's telling me we need to go to break. Uh, We're going to hit these breaks. We'll come back, and uh, low-pitched Tim will be in here. We'll we'll talk to him a little bit. His first appearance on the podcast. Adorable Boy will be right back at Adorable Podcast on Twitter. A public service announcement from the Adorable Boys. You know, here at The Adorable Boy Towers, we care about our employees and our listeners' health. And during this during this unprecedented time, we understand that you need answers. You look to the adorable boys to find out how to live and what to do. And right now the adorable boys have no idea. Apparently there is a virus called the coronavirus, and it's either the deadliest thing on the planet. Ever. Or it doesn't exist at all. You listen to doctors on TV, and they give you numbers. Numbers that mean nothing to you. They tell you how many died, but you don't know how many died on a normal day. Then they tell you you have to wear a mask. Then some other people tell you don't wear a mask. One thing is for sure, we have no idea. It really makes you wonder how we even built a civilization when this is how we act. Also, There are a number of riots erupting throughout the United States. We don't know about that either. Apparently everyone's racist or no one's racist. And that's what we're told, and that's what we're passing on to you. So in these very uncertain times, look to the Adorable Boys for entertainment, for knowledge, for unity. I'm Spud, and the Adorable Boys care about you. We are back Episode 5, the Adorable Boy Podcast Thank you for joining us uh, You want to find us, what, what we're doing On social media, get us At Adorable Podcast on Twitter We're also on Locals um, I believe we're going to be on Parlor soon We're on Instagram, we're on, we're on them all Pretty much, so just look for us uh, we, have, we got a hat Frank is going to get low-pitched Tim He's in the green room um, Before he gets in here give you a little background on him tim has been coming on the show for uh, quite a while um he was just a fan we met him outside he had a uniquely deep voice so he came in he's he's an odd guy he's eccentric which probably comes from his low low pitch voice you know people tend to shy away from different people in society and so he's just a big fan of how he'd come in to do stuff do stunts I think we we beat him with a he was he was terrified of roast beef, so we used to bring roast beef in and threaten to hit him with it and chase him around with it and it was fun. He got naked way too much, you know. Shock jock radio people get naked, that's just what happens. So he's been he's been a real he's given us some good radio and I I have a feeling he's going to give us some good pos, podcasting material. Uh, he was born I don't know I'll let him I'll let him explain his story. Uh, We're also going to talk to him He's coming down the hall right now Should be in a second We're also going to talk to him about his uh, Feud With Joe the Camelboy If you listen to Episode 2 of the Adorable Boy podcast uh, Joe the Camelboy Has a problem with low-pitched him Something had to do with peanut butter and a dog I don't know Well, It's hard to understand Joe the Camelboy sometimes I get most of what he's saying But sometimes things get difficult We'll see if we can get him on the phone. I don't know. Um, Frank and Beans is working on that. But you know how stupid producers are. So we'll see if we can figure out how to get him. Ah, uh, low pitch Tim. Coming in. Tim, good to see you. Yeah, just have a seat. You like the studio? Yeah, we remodeled it. Still, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Get on mic there so everyone can hear you. Wonderful. So, Tim, let's... uh. You've been on the show a million times But we got a whole new audience Getting bigger every week So let's give them some background on you um, You gained a little weight um, and, and your weight is actually starting to obscure your gender Now, are you just eating badly? What, what, what's going on?
1: I'm going to start working out soon On the treadmill
0: Okay, well that's good You should, and, and maybe eat a little better uh, What's your diet like?
1: I eat a lot of malamars And, and other stuff Whenever I can get it. And the Chinese buffet. And the Mongolian buffet.
0: Alright, alright, good. Uh, Tell the listeners, uh, the new listeners, why is your voice so low? What what happened? Were you born like that, or what happened?
1: No, I wasn't born like this. I spoke normal.
0: Okay, so what happened to to make you speak like this?
1: Well, when I was a kid, I had a lot of diarrhea because I ate a lot of bad stuff. And a lot of times I was constipated. And other times I had diarrhea. So once I was constipated for a really long time. And my mom made me stay on the bowl try to and try to go.
0: So you were having such trouble because you, your diet wasn't that good? Back, how old are you? I was eight.
1: And the doctor said I ate too much cheese and, and crackers too.
0: I imagine it would take more than just cheese. To, I mean, I know cheese is binding, but I mean, this seems extreme. It was just cheese?
1: Yeah, just cheese.
0: Okay, well, so how what how did that go? How, I mean, how long were you on the toilet for?
1: 32 hours.
0: 32 hours straight on the toilet. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. Did did you get like sores and stuff?
1: I did. And then leaked pus. I had to take an antibiotic. Boy. Yeah.
0: So so then what happened? How how does that go? How does that make your voice? Was it an infection that made your voice like this, or what?
1: Well, when I finally started to go, it was really bad diarrhea that burned. And I even bled a little. And so I screamed a lot. And it strained my vocal cords. And it hurt, even in my vocal
0: cords. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. I'm sorry that happened to you.
1: Yeah, it's okay.
0: Is there any kind of surgery that you could get that maybe would would fix this?
1: There's a surgery, but I don't want to get it.
0: Well, would would it help you, or, or is there? What are the odds that it'll help you?
1: Well, they said it's very safe, and it would almost definitely fix everything, and then have a normal voice. But I don't want to get it. I just don't want to.
0: But why wouldn't you want to do it? Wouldn't that give you a better life?
1: I don't like surgeons.
0: You don't. You don't like surgeons specifically, or you don't like all doctors?
1: No, just surgeons.
0: Well, why don't you like surgeons?
1: Can we just move on?
0: Well, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to help you. Why, why, why wouldn't you like surgeons and and not care about other doctors?
1: Huh? It's because surgeons do bad things.
0: Like, what, what, well, first of all, we don't know that they that surgeons do bad things. I mean, most surgeons do great things: transplants and save people's lives. What, 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 what bad could a surgeon do to you?
1: Well, I don't want to talk about
0: it. Come on, Tim. Let's let's work through this come on
1: surgeons they put demons in your body when you're under
0: surgeons put demons in your body yeah I I I don't know what to say to that I what what proof do you have of that
1: I just know my family my grandma told me and I know that they do
0: it uh listen to him surgeons don't put demons in your body I mean what, what kind of demons do you think these are what would they do
1: I don't know. Bad stuff. Have you ever heard of a demon doing good things?
0: I've never heard of a demon doing anything. To be honest with you, um, I this is an irrational fear, Tim. I th- I think that you need to maybe get some psychological help, and then and you know and then you can get the surgery, have a normal voice, and people won't shun you. It'll, I think it'll be great for you.
1: Nope, demons not doing it.
0: Well, oh, this is um, I think this is beyond the beyond the scope of what I can do for you as a shock jock. I don't think I can help you. And actually, I mean, I don't want you to get the surgery because then, why would I have you on? You know, you're weird. You're 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 on the fringe of society. And if you're not, then what am I? You know, why would I have you on?
1: Because I'm entertaining.
0: Not really. If if you talk normal, but all right. Um, so there's your history, I guess. Now the audience knows about you So let's tell them more about you What do you enjoy? What do you, what do you like in life?
1: I like going to baseball games And going to eat food And people buy me things at baseball
0: games People buy you things at baseball games? Did they recognize you from the radio show and now the podcast? Well they will recognize you from the podcast I guess But they recognize you from the old radio show? Uh huh Like what kind of things do they buy you?
1: Oh, beer and hot dogs and ice cream.
0: Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, they just come up to you and, and give them to you? Or, or come up to you and ask you what you want?
1: A lot of times i got to convince them.
0: And, and, I, and, I, and I,
1: I corner them if I can.
0: Well, you are a, a large man, so I'm sure if they didn't know you, you'd be intimidating.
1: Uh-huh, and that's how they, that's how I get them to pay for me.
0: Well, I don't. I don't know if that's the greatest idea, Tim. You're kind of strong-arming people. But, I mean, if you can get it, that's fine, you know. Um, so, now let's move on to this thing with uh with Joe the Camel Boy. He sucks. Well, he doesn't have any nice words for you either there, Tim. Um, so, what happened? Like, wh- why are you guys fighting?
1: He wanted to take my peanut butter. And I didn't know what he was going to do with it. So I didn't let him.
0: Well, what do you think he's gonna do with it?
1: I don't know. He he goes. He has a lot of jars of peanut butter at his house. I've been there.
0: And I, I think.
1: I think he uses it. I think he uses it uses it in not good ways.
0: I mean, be specific. What do you mean?
1: Like with his dog.
0: Oh, well, that's some pretty sick behavior. Um, the adorable boys don't condone that. That's uh, that's terrible. I mean, I understand what you're implying, and I'm not even going to say it.
1: Yeah, he puts on it. No.
0: no, 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 we don't want it. We don't want to talk about it.
1: It's disgusting.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, so how how does that? How does I mean, he said he wanted to duel you, which is illegal. And and, you know, how does the peanut butter argument devolve into that?
1: Well, I told him he couldn't have it. He just kept getting madder at me. And he said he bought it, and he can take it if he wants.
0: Well, did he buy it?
1: He bought it, yeah. But it's mine.
0: I eat it. This is a this is a terrible situation that we find us. Well, I'm not in it, but you find yourself in. Um, but you you can't, you you can't duel someone. It's just it's it's illegal. It's murder.
1: International waters.
0: I don't think you should do it. Is what I'm saying. I discourage you from doing this. I mean, have you ever even shot a gun?
1: Water guns and paintball guns.
0: It's not the same. You you, you can literally die. I mean, where you, you you do it in international waters, what, like on a boat?
1: My friend has a yacht. He said we could do it on there.
0: Huh? How how big is the yacht? How like how many people could fit on it?
1: It's big, like 20 or 30.
0: Uh, you've been on this yacht? Uh-huh. So let's say If we wanted to do a show from that yacht We record a podcast From the duel and, and play by play of the duel And we could then bring our I mean we'd have a small crew And then maybe just me and Frank and Beans And then charge listeners To get on and watch the duel
1: I guess you could do that
0: Well uh, we're trying to get Joe on the phone Let's yeah, oh, we got him. We got him. Okay, uh, Joe, how you doing? <laughs> All right, Joe. Um, I mean, it seems like low pitched Tim wants to accept the duel challenge. Well, he extended the challenge. Do you accept it? I mean, I discourage this, but I can't stop you guys from doing what you're going to do. <laughs> so, so that's a yes. So we have an agreement, Tim and Joe. You want to do this duel? I th- do. You guys mind if we podcast? If we if we make it an event? I don't mind. All right. Um, I mean, can we have like two weeks to set it up, and and you guys can get everything in order, and we can do this duel. That I discourage, but I mean, if it's gonna happen, I might as well get it on podcast on the airwaves. Right.
1: That's fine with me.
0: And Joe, that's good with you. <laughs> All right. Th- uh, Tim, what do you think? Your chances of winning are...
1: Oh, I'm definitely going
0: to win. And Joe, you? You're hoping you're going to win. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think you should probably be a little more confident than that. Wow, that so we're doing it. Okay. I mean, we just got to check it with the Adorable Boy lawyers, but Joe the Camel Boy and Low Pitch Tim, the first ever, the first event, live event of the new Adorable Boy podcast and the first duel in all of it the Adorable Boys' is history. So we're going to have a duel. Set it up. All right. I love it. Um, Tim, uh, Joe, I'm going to hang up on you, okay? Thanks for calling. We'll, we'll be in touch about the particulars. All right. Good to talk to you. Uh, Tim, so, so this is we're good? All right. You didn't even talk to Joe. Why not?
1: I can't even stand to think about him.
0: All right. Wow. All right. First ever Adorable Boy Duel. Coming at you. International waters. Two, two, two. We'll shoot for two weeks, maybe three or four, but we'll get it. Um, all right. I, this is exciting. I think I, now we discourage this duel, but then again, we can't stop you from doing what you're going to do. Um, and if you're going to do it, we might as well document it. Right. For, I mean, it's probably the first, per- first ever, uh, duel in podcast history, which again, we're history makers, but yeah, it's going to have two guns. Um, you know, we'll even provide the guns. They'll be fair. They'll be exactly the same you have one Tim Joe's gonna have one and the best man wins on international waters we can't stress that enough and also that we don't support this we're just going as as, obse- uh, as observers um, so yeah the duel is set the ador- uh, first ever adorable boy duel in international waters uh, we'll have the we'll have the the details next week probably get them hammered out um, and then we'll do this oh, that's great uh, Tim thank you for coming by um, you said it all, didn't you? You sure did. Anything, anything to... Any last words you want to say before you leave here?
1: I'm going to beat Joe the cowboy in that duel. And then he's going to have to apologize to me.
0: Um, Tim. Do you know what a duel is? He's not going to be able to apologize to you. He'll be dead.
1: I know. But he's just going to have to apologize to me after I win the
0: duel. Okay, uh, maybe we should have a conversation off the air, but... We're going to do the duel. Um, We're going to go to commercial. Thank you so much, Tim, for coming in. Really appreciate it. Uh, Add adorable adorable podcast on Twitter. AOL keyword adorable boy. We'll be back. The adorable boy podcast episode five. We'll be back after this.
2: Computers used to be a mystery to me, but that was before.
0: The adorable boys. The adorable boy.
2: He's my computer man. He's an authorized distributor for the
0: Adorable Boy podcast
2: corporation and just as important as my attorney and my accountant.
0: The Adorable Boys
2: set up my first digital system and he's been adding to it as we grow. All set, Frank. Great. Computers were a mystery,
0: but thanks to the Adorable Boys,
2: that mystery's been solved.
0: The Adorable Boys, we took the mystery out of computers. Alright, we have Sam Polly here um, He's with ABN News, he's up in New York, was connected to him via satellite Hey Sam, uh, you gonna do some news? Because uh, last week we had um, uh, Clint Como here And he didn't really do any news, he just, he didn't really do much of anything um, We got news, actually we don't have Leopard News this week So it's just gonna be you uh, What do you got for us?
2: Thank you. This just in at the ABN News Desk. Is there a glass ceiling for women at the Adorable Boy Podcast? The answer is yes. The Adorable Boy Podcasts are known sexists who treat women with no respect and don't even hire them usually.
0: Oh, come on, man. We don't, we don't have any women working here, so how can we treat them with disrespect? And two, no women apply here. They don't want to work here. This is a shock jock area. It's... it's we we might hire a woman, but none of them want to come here.
2: Adorable boys, sexist. A B N says yes.
0: You can't just call us sexist. I'm I'm pretty sure we could sue you for that. That's, I mean, we're not sexist. Glass. I don't. I mean, you can't just every time you guys come on here. It doesn't matter which newscaster it is. You guys accuse us of hating one group or another. I mean, why is that?
2: Well, that's what we do.
0: But you're supposed to be telling news stories. I mean, there's a virus going around. The country's been basically shut down for, what, going on five months? So middle of March. I mean, there are riots. There, There's sports starting, but then there's people on the teams that get the, the virus. There's so much news out there. There was a big... Uh, hearing in Washington with te- all the tech CEOs, Amazon and Facebook and Twitter and, and I mean first of all, I mean I watched it and the government looked stupid. They didn't know which one was which one and but they want to control them all. It's, it's ridiculous. Why aren't you reporting this stuff?
2: The adorable boy sexism precludes us from reporting on those issues.
0: Listen, I get we're the most important podcast. But sexism in a podcast really doesn't overshadow, you know, riots and viruses and, you know, pandemic viruses. what it is. And, you know, the government trying to to monitor social media. I mean, please just just would you guys please report? I mean, if you can't do it, get someone else who will. Don't send Clint back here, please. We don't want him. And then Leopard News. I mean, they're not here this week. Hopefully, they'll be back next week. But why? I don't even know why I hope they will be because they were just as bad as you. They didn't give us any news. They basically just laughed at how stupid you are, which is true. But that's not their job. Their job is to give us the news.
2: This just in at the ABN News Desk. Adorable boy Spud threatens to kill news reporter.
0: I, I didn't threaten to kill you. I, I, I just want you to report the news.
2: Words are violence, bud. And you just beat me. With your your words, which is just as bad as beating me with your fists.
0: No, words are not violence. Uh, Whatever your name is, Sam. Words are not violence. Words, by definition, can't be violence. Violence is violence. But you're a thousand miles away from me. So I don't know how I could commit violence against you right now.
2: This just in, the ABN News Desk, Adorable boy Spud says violence is okay.
0: I didn't say that. Is is there any like celebrity news or something? I don't know.
2: Probably. Some singer's probably dating some actor and they're mad at each other or someone's mad at them.
0: That's that's what you got. Some singer and some actor. That's uh, pretty broad. I mean, that's, that's always happening.
2: And you'll hear it here first on ABN News.
0: All right, um, I'm just going to cut the feed because this is killing me. All right, we're winding down the show. Goodbye, goodbye, ABN News, hopefully forever. Um, We didn't really get to talk much about the news issues. We had a a packed show today, which is good. Um, Really excited about the the first-ever podcast duel, to my knowledge. Going to have it. uh, We're going to schedule the date. We'll probably let you know next week. It'll be a special edition of the Adorable Boy podcast. We'll be doing it from international waters. Um, it's going to be low-pitched Tim against uh, Joe the Camel Boy. And it's going to be great. Frank, actually, do we have time to do a little news? Talk about a little news, do you think? I know we're up against a hard out, but, I mean, we really do. We should talk about the issues. I mean, since ABN won't. I kind of, I was kind of, uh, I was kind of, depending on them, but they're not good. They're sure. They sure aren't going to inform anyone. So I guess it's up to us. Okay. So, I mean, one of the biggest news is riots. I mean, I think Portland has been in riots for over two months. Seattle's having a bad time of it. Um, they both want to get federal. I mean, they don't, they don't want federal, the federal government um, being involved in it. But I mean, I mean, they're going to let this go on forever. I, I don't get it. Um, reading this news story about Seattle re- residents at a city budget mo- uh, meeting. We're slamming the defund the police movement. Um, they called it a radical experiment, which I want to be honest with you, I tend to agree. I don't even know if it's an experiment. I don't, I don't know what it is. Um, we need police. And it's funny that, you know, just a year ago, a lot of people were telling everyone well, you don't need guns cuz you just call the police and they take care of you. <clears throat> and now there I mean the sides have kind of switched, not really, but one side just went haywire. And that's the side of ABN pretty much. Um they're telling you now the police are terrible, but also don't own guns, not legally. And I just don't understand how how a how a, a side could go so haywire. I mean that's probably why uh, Leopard News didn't even show up because why why would they? They gonna let ABN and that whole side just bury themselves, you know? And that side was once was once a great side that fought for good things. I mean, but now I don't know if they have nothing. to... F- I don't, I don't understand what's going on. I really don't. When when the side that was supposed to look after the little people so f- went so far off the edge that they're not looking after anyone anymore and they I, I, I don't know um so i guess we'll keep an eye on these riots eventually uh, here's what spud spud thinks is going to happen eventually something really big and bad is going to happen in one of these cities and that will get the public's opinion even the most far gone ones they'll they'll, they'll acquiesce to bringing in you know, federal forces, forces, and, uh, and then we won't see it on the news anymore. We won't see whatever tactics these federal forces use, which also isn't a good thing. We can't seem to stay in the middle. You know, it's either complete government control or anarchy. And I I think there's a sweet spot in the middle there. I'd like to think there was, there is, but, um, yeah, these riots are no joke. Uh, but, I mean, who knows? Because, you know, you have news organizations like ABN and Leopard News, neither of which want to give us what's really happening. I mean, ABN comes on here and calls us racist and sexist every week. And Leopard is, I mean, basically just as useless. Cause, but 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 not as insane. At right now, anyway. Uh, yeah, so the riots are raging on. Let's see, what else do we have here? Hmm. Let's see. See, uh, Dr. Fauci. Apparently, he's like a he's an expert on this virus. Is now recommending that everyone wears goggles or an eye shield, some kind of eye shield, to protect from the coronavirus. Now, I don't know. Uh, this seems weird that they would just come up with this now. I. I uh, I'm not... Oh, get out of here. Sorry, that was an advertisement. Uh, let's see. He says, theoretically, you should protect all of the mucosal membranes, mucosal surfaces, eyes, nose, mouth. So if you have goggles or an eye shield, you should use it. He said in an interview with ABC News on Instagram Wednesday. What, what does that mean? An interview with ABC News on Instagram. I, I don't know what that means, but... Uh, okay. Was that? An, I don't know. All right. I would think ABC would do their interviews on TV but apparently they do it on Instagram. Um, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention already recommends wearing a face mask that covers the nose and mouth in public, but the virus can also enter through the eyes. Fauci recommended goggles in addition to a face mask for those who want perfect protection from COVID-19, but admitted it's not universally recommended. Now, what does that mean? Fauci, in the same sentence, Fauci recommended goggles. And then at the end of the sentence, the sentence begins that way, and at the end of the sentence, it said it's not universally recommended. So, is it like locally recommended? I don't understand. Um, that's uh, the whole thing with this virus is they're never telling us. I mean, didn't they know this? You know, four months ago, five months ago, that it could enter the the all mucosal membranes. I mean, how likely is it that it would go into the eyes and and be able you know to survive and and propagate and get make more viruses this is the kind of thing that's annoying people it's 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 experts giving inconsistent information i mean forever it was you know slow the spread slow the spread slow the spread okay i'll wear a mask i'll do this i'll do that and then apparent and then when 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 riots and protests broke out no 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 they're fine they're fine social distancing doesn't apply to riots apparently and people were like, well, what do you mean? You know, you we told you told us we're all in this together. These people are rioting and no one's doing anything about it. Or or at the very least protesting, but gathering when they shouldn't be gathering, apparently, when everyone else shouldn't be gathering. And then it's, you know, oh, COVID can live for up to 72 hours on the surface. Oh, no, it can only live for 90 minutes. Oh, OK. Uh, stay off the beach, even though sunlight kills it. We're, we're we're we we recommend we recommend goggles, but we don't universally recommend it. What? Wear a mask. Well, you know, no no no. Don't wear a mask because we need those for medical professionals who are filming dances while they're wearing their personal protection equipment. Apparently, it's not in such short supply that they can't wear it up for dancing on videos. That became one of the more annoying things about this whole virus thing. And then. You know, open schools. No, don't open schools. Open schools. No, don't open schools. It's not safe. It is safe. It is safe. It's not safe. I mean, you know, teachers have to go back to school. Kids have to go back to school. No one knows what's going on. Get, they might give these ridiculous, you know, I mean, you're not going to get kids to wear a mask in school. You're just not going to do it. They're not going to always wear it. No school can enforce that. I don't Cops can't enforce that. What make you know How a teacher is going to. Oh, and if you're a teacher and you get you happen to get this virus you're paying with your time off and if you don't have time off well then you're not getting paid but you're heroes don't worry you are all heroes but we're not paying for you because i don't know why um i don't it's just the misinformation with this virus it's killing the adorable boys now i'm rich i can i stay isolated in my house i'm I'm doing fine you know but I, i feel bad there's there's some empathy left in me though little. I could put myself in others' positions that aren't as fortunate as I am. And then you have this guy, and I, I, don't, I have nothing against Dr. Fauci. It's just, I mean, in the beginning he said, don't wear the mask. And then he said, do wear the mask. You have to wear the mask. And now I see this sentence where Fauci recommended goggles. And then at the end of that same sentence, it says, but it's not universally recommended. I don't get it. I just don't get it. So I guess we'll see how this virus, uh, how how this virus goes. You know, Um, we don't know anything about it. Basically, I mean, we know a lot about it, but they're all contradictory. And uh, I, you know, I, I guess wear goggles or don't wear goggles. Maybe maybe the coronavirus can't live in goggles Maybe it lives great in goggles And it will infect your eyes even better If you wear them I don't know But um, Here we are I guess right It's a good thing the adorable boys came back at this time Because the country and the world Need us now more than ever We, re- we, re- we really understand that And um, we just we're, we're, we're glad to be back and we actually can't wait. I mean I mean, I can't wait. I've been thinking about it this whole time since we made the arrangements for the duel, you know, the first ever duel on a podcast. It's gonna be in international waters on a yacht. We're gonna sell some tickets. We'll we'll let you know how to get those. Uh, you can email us for tickets at adorable podcast. Um, well you can message us on Twitter at adorable adorable podcast or email at adorable at gmail.com. So that's how you get that. This has been quite an eventful show. Um, The podcast war rages on. And then low pitch Eric. Low pitch. uh, That was a slip, huh? Uh, Low pitch Tim came by and that was nice. And then, of course, the terrible affair that was the ABN News. And then the Leopard News didn't even show up. So thank you for joining us. On this historic fifth episode of the Adorable Boy Podcast, we will see you next week. Um, oh, and we will—we didn't get to the Jim Cornette treaty today. We'll get that. We'll get that to you next week. Uh, we emailed to him, and we'll read out the treaty on the podcast, yeah, just so I've, podcast, just so everyone knows. Thank you for joining us. T- communicate, talk to us at Adorable Podcast on Twitter. At adorable podcast on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Whatever you got. Thank you. Have a good day. Have a good week. Have an adorable week.